0: live so this is adam huber and we have shelly here not in the pallet prison anymore and we have this wonderful human being <laughs> here it's all backwards i'm sorry people It is. <laughs> but we have amanda from britsa studio um, which is a dance studio here locally in sioux falls and she has some questions on marketing but before we get into that i would like to just have you Explain to our wonderful, amazing, intelligent, and local viewers (laughs)
1: um,
0: what Britza is, how you got into dance. um, Just give us the story.
1: Sure. So we um, just take pride in quality dance education in Sioux Falls, and we do ballet and tap and jazz and musical theater, hip hop, lyrical, clogging, point. There's my eight again. <laughs> um, so we teach all age groups. We start from walkers and do some more conceptual learning with younger kiddos, and grow through through the years. Um, mainly, we hope to keep them till they graduate from high school. Um, we also teach some adults. To um, our biggest one is adult tap. So um, that one's super fun, and do some adult ballet and adult jazz on the side as well. Um, I started dancing when I was four. Technically three, but I cried, so my mom had to take me out. Um, put me back in when I was four, and it like stuck <laughs> um, with Miss um, Jill, who is the co-owner of Britz Studios as well. Um, and it just it it was everything I wanted it to be. I thought then I was going to be an uh, elementary school teacher, um, and was in college for that and. Like, I don't, I don't think this is my jam. <laughs> People are like, I just, I needed to move. Um, and so this is just the perfect combination of, of teaching and the love for dance and um, knowing um, that it's so much more than dance. It's confidence building and self-image awareness and just um, exercise, mental health, physical health. It's just everything combined in one and creating relationships um, with students that just last from when they're potentially three until they get to graduate high school. And who else gets to do that? Yep. I, uh, awesome.
0: <laughs> I, we were talking before um, we were talking in the green room because this is a professional podcast. We obviously have a green room <laughs> Love it. and I was letting Amanda know that we have this wonderful, amazing dance studio back in pier um, called Sarah's dance studio. And it's run by this amazing woman uh, named Sarah And I think actually that's where my sister and her lifelong best friend, um, Jessica met as well. Um, They've been friends ever since probably literally pre-K or kindergarten. And so she's almost like my little other little sister um, because I've known her my entire life, but they did dance all the way from um, kindergarten all the way up to senior year of high school as well. And I was also letting you know that I've personally seen that power of dance. What a what an awesome dance studio and program can do as well, okay. where you do build the confidence of these young ladies to make them aware of like what their body can do, what they're capable of, and that you know their the power is wow. like within them to do whatever they want to do and stuff like that. And so it's been, it was pretty awesome to see it then. It's still awesome to see people that are doing it nowadays for those reasons as well. Um, so what, if I, if you could just pick one art that you enjoy the most, which, which art do you enjoy the most? That's
1: so hard. It's so hard. Um, I would say my heart, Oh, it's just too hard. I feel like in each season of life, you kind of are drawn to a style. So like right now I'm like, we're in we're in COVID land, so lyrical really just hits home because it's just this freedom to express, and that's kind of the way we're feeling right now. So um, I say right now lyrical, but tomorrow it could be full blown jazz dance. So,
0: can you kind of explain lyrical somehow, like like if you were to verbally explain it?
1: Yeah, so I think lyrical is more telling the emotion and the story of a song. So you're you're letting yourself emote versus just do the steps. Um, so I tell my students, it's kind of, um, it's your job to have your audience feel the emotion that the artist is trying to portray through their, through their music. So you really kind of dig a little bit deeper into, um, the meaning and the feel, and you don't have to follow all the specific rules of body placement. You're just a little bit more free flow and, um, just gives you a chance to, to really let the emotions fly.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Shelly, what do you have for our wonderful dance studio? You
2: know, I mean, I've known Amanda for a very long time. I mean, in full disclosure, both of my girls <laughs> go there. Um, but, you know, we, so I have kind of a similar story, Adam, to you. your sisters. I never did dance growing up. I was never in anything actually growing up. But, you know, my daughter has been, my oldest has been in dance since she was three. She started in a different studio and kind of started to get into the competitive side of stuff. And, you know, after a couple of years, she actually came, to me. well, she didn't really come to me because she was still pretty young. But like when I questioned her and said, do you want to keep doing competitive? And she was like, no, I don't. Like she didn't like, it's not that she didn't like the competitive side. It was like she didn't like the way that it made people feel. And she didn't like the, the, um, Negativity maybe is the word like, and I don't wanna say competition is negative, but like it's so easy to not feel good about yourself and what you've accomplished when you're in competitive dance. And so at that point we felt like it was time for us to just look for something different for her where she didn't feel the need to compete. Um, cause the studio that she was at was pretty heavy into competition and she could have stayed there and not competed but she would have just felt out of place cause the majority do compete. Um, And so that's when we found Amanda and um, I mean, I had known her through elegant mommy, of course, of course. (laughs) Um, And, uh, but it's been a a fantastic fit. Like it's just been such an amazing progression to watch her confidence as a dancer, watch her continue to get built up constantly, watch the way that they're willing to just pour into these girls and understand where they're coming from and guys, um, but understand where they're coming from and understand what it's like to you use this as an outlet for all of the other things happening in your life. Like there's, there's so many things that become hard as a teenage girl, as a tween girl. And as you're starting to work through like your dance studio becomes your outlet to be able to try to work through some of that and be able to express what's going on and build relationships and build your confidence in your body and what your body can do. And yeah, it's just been fantastic for us. And and this year, Amanda and I have gotten a little bit closer in understanding like the business side of the, you know, that's sometimes I think with with um, certain businesses like, um, like dance or piano or something like that, a lot of times people don't tend to think of there is a business side to it. There's a reason that they've been open all of these years and been able to stay open is you have to be able to run it. You have to be able to run a business, right? Um, and one of the first conversations that Amanda and I had, like relating to business stuff was more about the E-myth and Adam, obviously you're a big believer in that book. I'm a big believer in that book. Big fan. Big fan. (laughs) We
1: both
2: are. And so, you know, understanding the difference between a technician and a manager and the, like, where do you fit and what role do you play? And if you really feel like your role is the technician, then how do we start moving out of some of that other stuff? Um, and not saying that you can just immediately drop all of it, but being able to understand that and put procedures and processes in place so that you can get back to really doing what you're passionate about. So, right. Yes. Um. So leading into that, (laughs) we kind of decided as we've kind of gone through this, Amanda is definitely more of the technician, like her heart and which I'm guessing that you could have guessed, but her, her heart is definitely in the, actual performing the teaching and, the less that she has to do, the more that she can automate processes on the back end and be able to allow people to take over. I think that's one of the areas that we can focus on with her, Adam, is kind of walking through some of that stuff that you can do to continue to drive people. Because
0: Oh, man. I don't know if we <laughs> want to get into that because I'll get that's, way too
2: excited. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's so true. Like, there's so many things on the back end. You have to think about that particular kind of business, which I didn't really think about it much until Amanda and I started talking. but you know, it's kind of seasonality, right? So like every year you have kids that are aging out of it. And so you have to continually be adding new as you're losing some every year. Mm -hmm. And how do you continue to maintain and even grow um, your programs through marketing without having to invest tons and tons of time into it? Because that's not where your passion is, right? Like you still want to be able to invest your time into teaching. Right.
0: I I I tell you what, Shelly, you're you're really pushing me diffi- like into like strange land here where i'm where i just don't know that much about dance studio i mean it's on the on the on the surface of it right like it seems like a pretty straightforward type of business like you just have people sign up that they join and then you teach them how to dance you probably what do you do like on average your class length is probably like an hour to hour and a half something like that
1: yeah around an hour 45 minutes an hour to an hour 15
0: Um, Something that I never really understood with Sarah's is that they somehow had classes that went on like almost all day, every single day. Like, I don't know how in the world that worked, but.
1: um, Yeah, we are, we mainly do after school time because that's when kids are available, obviously. Um, And would love to utilize more of those daytime hours. It's just finding that niche for who's available during those daytime hours and, and finding something that works it's a lot of trial and error
0: (laughs) okay so what's um so you had you had put in a question in the group about like giveaways and stuff like that which we can definitely touch on but do you want to get into business talk or do you not want to get into business talk it's totally up to you
1: we can get into either i'm gonna go put this dog away because he is like all of a sudden wants to play when he was two seconds ago just Just
0: put him in the camera (laughs) we're
1: good. Yeah, right. Here we go. Here you go, Oates. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's, that's worth at least go. three likes.
0: Let's get three likes at going least.
1: here. Say hi, Oates. Say yes, <laughs> you just want to play? He's like, play with me.
2: Mom, you're talking to someone else just other like
1: than kid. me. I know. Here you go. Come here.
2: Come on. So maybe to help you understand, Adam, maybe what we can ask Amanda to do is, like, let's start with a day in the life of Amanda. Like, how much... How do you spend your time divided between business and like all of those managerial tasks that she has to do and technician, you know, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. There are, um, did you hear that, Amanda? I did. I did. Perfect.
1: Um, yeah, I think, especially in the arts world and, and you go into the business that's in an arts, you kind of are expected to do everything, um, and to be good at everything. Um, which obviously, like we do our best and, and, but then also just, um, realizing where your limits are. So the day of the life of Amanda feels a lot like, um, getting kids out the door and to school and, um, preschool doesn't last as long as like elementary school, which come on, (laughs) but still, um, Um, And then there's a lot of time in front of the computer and a lot of time responding to emails or composing emails or um, just trying to get creative on certain avenues. But a lot of it, a lot of it isn't what I would want to do. Like watching new dance videos and exploring and um, like just movement wise. Um, It's a lot of the, the admin side of it. And I've been able to delegate quite a bit of it, but I feel like it's still very scattered. Um, so that's where that's all at. <laughs>
0: um, okay. So <laughs> you're your day consists of like trying to keep on top of what your craft is evolving into or like changes in your craft. Is that kind of, um, is that kind of what you were getting at? Like you'll watch. Um, that's new... what I
1: would want to do. Oh, you would, I want, would to do. want time, more okay. time in my day to really evolve into that right now. It's a lot of the admin side of it. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So um, the admin side, the next of, thing. like invoices, yep. emails, um, um, text messages, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Invoices, not so much. They I do have an awesome gal who who manages everyone's accounts for me. So that's lovely.
0: I think I know who um, that gal is. Oh, do my. you? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so it's been that's been good. Um but more like now social media wise. I mean and and pivoting to, you know, how do we how do we adjust into this new life after it's kind of just been Uh, transformed um and so kind of how do we fit in how do we how do we get back not even back to where we were what do we become what are like i don't know it just kind of stripped us all down to to finding that inner fire i don't know yeah
2: i think one thing that's valid to mention here too amanda for adam to know is that you know you briefly mentioned that you have business partner jill and so there, so Britza has been around for a long time with Jill. And so as Amanda has come into being part owner in the last couple of years, the world of social media and online um, is really a pretty new world to Britza. So uh, as Amanda is trying to navigate that new world, you know, Jill has done an amazing job of building this business what it to what it was without any. Um,
0: yeah, word of mouth.
2: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. all been done word of mouth over the years. And so now Amanda is trying to bring the studio into social media world and start beefing some of that up and getting girls or families to be able to interact and share their mm-hmm. activities that way instead. So.
0: All right. So first of all, would love to grab like Maybe. lunch, coffee, <laughs> something like that with you because obviously this is a that. very deep um, discussion without, and we only have an hour. So there's only so yep. much context that you can give. Right. Yep. But, um, uh, on the administrative side, me and my business partner, we're currently going through this right now where I told him, I was like, I want you to list the top three things that you do not want to be doing right now. Like you just, you hate it. You don't want to do them. It sucks up a lot of your time and energy because you don't like doing them. And then if it's reasonable, we we will look at just hiring it out because we're getting to the point now where we make good enough money in the company that we can start bringing on people part-time and then those part-time people will hopefully evolve into full-time people, so on and so forth. Right. If it's possible, that's maybe something that I would look at for um, on your end of it. Like, can you hire like a secretary or uh, uh, even a tw- uh, 20 hours a month secretary to just kind of like, Help h- handle emails or whatever it might be. However, on the social media end of it, I have got the cure. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you need to do. It's going to sound crazy, but just just follow along. Following, following, <laughs> I'll take it all in. Hit the follow button. Thank you very much. <laughs> Subscribe. Hit the bell icon. All right. Anyways, this is something that I think plagues a lot of people. Um, and if something that I, that plagued me when I had my detailing business, so I used to have a car detailing business, what do I post? And what do I talk about that people would find interesting and cool and neat? Like, you know, what, you know, what, who cares about cleaning cars? Well, Mm -hmm. guess what? Nobody does, (laughs) but you make it interesting because (laughs) you seem like you have a pretty, um, decent personality. I mean, you're on here, you're smiling and, You know, you've got energy. You have to teach kids. So you're good at explaining things. So what you do is you teach everyone how to do your job. End of. Teach, (laughs) teach, have your, the aim of your social media posting would be you can come to my social media page and you can learn how to do dance. Period. End of. Like, you want to know how to do a, twirl or whatever it's called like on your toes <laughs>
1: pirouette. pirouette
0: thank you very much you if you want to learn how to do a pirouette i will do the five-part video on how to do the pirouette like i'll break it all down for you and the and i just went through this discussion on a one of the detailing groups as well people always almost always default to well then yeah well well if it, all that information is on my facebook page then why would they even bother coming in because people love that like like there is literally millions of hours of um, how to do the best workout routines and everything like that, right? Like there's literally more information on how to diet properly out there, um, the proper exercises, everything like that, right? You can do mm-hmm. yoga in your own home. You don't need to go to a yoga studio. Yoga studios aren't going anywhere. Like they're, <laughs> they're extremely popular. Right. So are gyms it's Mm -hmm. but what you're putting out there is you're putting out valuable content that Mm -hmm. then what's going to happen is people are going to look at and they'll be like oh dang like she really knows what she's talking about and you know whatever like Mm -hmm. it's it's this it's amazing effect that happens there doesn't need to be any call to action or anything like that all you need to do is just you know what we're going to start off with dancing basics today that's it like here's how to like tippy toe through stage i don't know what the what Like break it down. Like they're literally four years old coming into class for the first time, and um, (laughs) oh, D, we miss you, (laughs) man. Um, she live streams her classes. That's a great first. That's a great first start. But I would go very personal. Like it's just you and I in the dance studio, and I want to learn how to do the pirouette. But which seems like probably a more advanced technique. But
1: you you need some basics. But that's okay. We can get you there.
0: (laughs) Um, do you sell the? items needed for dance like through your um
1: currently yes but it's like it's not i that process needs to be molded it's still a little we're gonna get her there we're gonna get her there
0: awesome
1: yes have access to do so
0: (laughs) what i was gonna say is you know you put out these videos and everything like that and i know you need special shoes to do like ballet and obviously Mm -hmm. tap dancing you need special shoes and everything like that so if you're putting these resources out there and you say hey like if you need this stuff like you can either stop by and or here's my e-commerce store you can buy them and then we'll ship them to you like but the goal of it is that you're putting out great information out there and being a great personality and advocate and Mm -hmm. people will naturally just flock right to your business but then on top of that if a situation like covid were to ever happen you're building up this library of digital content that then when this happens again, you can just say, hey, this sucks. It's COVID 2.0. Like, here's here's the next eight weeks of classes, like free on me or, you know, whatever it is, like charge $100 yeah. for a cl- yeah. um, stuff like that. It's really that basic. Um, just think back to the most basic lessons that you've ever had to teach and just start doing videos on those. So I don't yeah. know when you're so if your classes probably start at 3, thirty, four o'clock, something like that maybe mm-hmm. 1, 2 o'clock, every single day, you just buy a cheap tripod, a cheap phone holder, put it in vertical mode, and you just just press record and start teaching. Don't do any fancy editing. Don't do any of that. Just press record, throw it up there, and it will just take care of itself.
1: Are you an Enneagram person?
0: <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. the Enneagrams? Yeah.
1: Totally a one.
2: Not <laughs> editing and I. I was just going to say how does that make you feel because there's some things that knowing you as well as I do there's some things that Adam said that I'm like, I'm not sure. So here's my addition to what Adam said because I a little bit different. I think I think the concept that Adam just presented to you is very valid for Britza. Maybe Mm -hmm. not for you yourself, if that makes sense. So like, this might be a fantastic thing for you to outsource, for instance. So maybe this is a fantastic um, task for Maddie or for one of the seniors. Maybe this becomes a senior project for one of the seniors. Like there's different ways to still produce that content, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be you in perfect form, if that makes sense. Sure.
1: Or always like- Correct. I think it's important. Yeah. And I'm working through my, you know, video presence. <laughs> it's not <laughs> my <laughs> favorite.
0: Hey, it's... But I feel
1: like the more we're on it, the easier it gets. So, that's exactly uh, right. If I were to show it. you my
0: first hundred videos, they <laughs> sucked.
1: But oh, now I'm awesome.
0: So like... If, you are, you <laughs> are.
1: So, um, so I totally think I can get there. And I think it is important that my face is a part of our brand, obviously. Um, but so would you recommend more of like a series type? Or just whichever, uh, like a, a smorgasbord, smorgasbord. Is well, how do Board being thrown out there of just if different information. Do
2: you know what I mean? How do you teach it? Like, so the I would, whatever method or however you teach it is mm-hmm. gonna be the easiest for you to turn it into a digital format, right? Yep. So make it mirror similarly, anyway, your classes. Yep. So, like, if it takes you, Six weeks to teach the kindergarten class how to do shuffle step, mm-hmm. then it should take six six live record or six recordings so that gotcha. each kid can you know if they're watching from home for their homeschool curriculum activity for the day to learn how to do a shuffle step, right. then they're going to be able to break it down into okay we're perfecting this today and then we're perfecting this. It's just like you wouldn't throw an alphabet in front of a kindergartner learning how to write the alphabet and say all right here write all of them without teaching them the basic strokes and lines and pencil you know grip and all that kind of stuff i think the same applies here however you teach is however you would record it and i'm just thinking of all
1: the styles so Mm -hmm. would you throw out a tap video and then also ballet video and then also you know for different i mean there's such a there's the age range level plus style level like Mm -hmm. content wise Would you throw out only tap for a while and then
2: switch it up or, you know what I mean? To me, like I can see where you guys can produce an entire content calendar around this. So like just for instance, let's say that, you know, dance, like your season runs Mm -hmm. basically from September through April, May. So if you're maybe each month of your content is maybe October is well, I mean eight months theoretically, like you could do one style every month. You have eight different styles. And True. so maybe October is ballet month and November is lyrical month and December is tap month. And and that's the month that all of that content is gonna get posted and everything yeah, surrounding, sense. you know, and, and again it doesn't have to be everything, but just your video series when you guys plan out your content for the year, your videos mm-hmm. for this month are going to be around learning this particular tap move. And then the next ones, you're going to learn this ballet move. And then, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Um, oh, you've trained her so well. Adam. <laughs> oh my Jessica. <laughs>
0: uh, so the, what I'm, what I'm picking up from you, Amanda, and I, I'm going to make some assumptions, but I hope you don't okay. mind, but Please. it seems like you're very organized. Like, here's my box. Like I need to like, we need to pre-plan this out for a couple of weeks in advance. And that's the way it needs to go What there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. whatever the way you're asking a question of like, what's the best way to do this? There is no best way to do it at all. Zero. There's zero best ways. The best way for you to do it is whatever way gets you in front of that camera and starts to get you recording and getting it out there however that looks it doesn't matter if you and i or you and shelly or you and whoever need to sit down and say you know what for this month we're gonna we're literally gonna go on a whiteboard and we're just gonna say monday we're doing this video on this day and we're gonna go from basic to advanced technique on this one move or whatever the thing that's gonna happen is your first, and again, this is something that my bar- business partner and I have had conversations on. Your first 100 videos are going to suck. That's just that's just the way it is. Get it out of the way. Like they're just going to suck because what you're going to realize is when you're teaching something and then you look back on it, you're going to be like, "Well, the certain way that I flex my foot during this move is actually really important." And uh, how do we get how do we capture that? Um, there's a buddy of mine who does who teaches um, uh, martial arts, a uh, self-defense called Krav Maga. Now, mm. me having helped make a couple of different videos and me having done my own types of videos, him just standing in front of a camera saying, this is how you do this choke technique um, from six feet away, I, I immediately say in my head, oh, we should get a close-up of that choke technique and then you know, overlay it on the video so that you can see it close up and in real time and everything like that. You're going to pick up on those cues or people are going to comment and say, hey, I really wish that I'm having problems completing this part of this move. Why is that? Then you do a follow up video to that and say, that's a very common problem that kids have or that students um, experience. Here's how to fix that. And the content will just build on top of itself a hundred percent. Like it. It just rolls, but you just really got to get through those first hundred videos. Like you just, you just do. Um, But yeah, like you're in a, you're in a really good situation where you can literally take what your um, classes class structure is, and Mm -hmm. you can just plop it onto a whiteboard and say, this is, this is what, this is the videos we're doing. Like you don't need to spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. Your biggest time factor will be, okay, like do I want to edit it? Like do who's going to do it for me? Like, how am I going to accomplish this part of it? And if you want help with like the editing part of it, like I can show you like the best way to record something. And then mm-hmm. um, editing wise, I mean, that gets into a really deep, dark rabbit hole that I don't know if I want to send most people down. Um, <laughs> because, again it just delays you from getting this stuff out there when in right. reality most of the time most people are fine with just like a handheld video like this showing you showing them how to do a dance move like they're fine with that now if you're trying to put it on youtube and get like and blow up on there totally different situation but sure. right now we're just trying to get local traffic you know through the door um there then we can work on blowing you up on TikTok, which we're, we'll get you there. <laughs> <laughs> I um, don't love
1: TikTok. TikTok and I, mm, yeah. Instagram now has Reels. So I feel like that's a better place for us because yep. we're a very wholesome studio
0: yep. and we are
1: very age appropriate. And TikTok
2: is not not always has the same values as Britza Studios.
0: And that's totally fine. I think that's,
2: I think that's incredible that you pointed that out, honestly, because there's clearly been some thought that you have put into what um, what places are best for your brand. And I think that's really important for businesses to hear, like, just because it's out there doesn't mean you should do it. Doesn't mean right. that it's best for your brand to do everything. Yep. So. Right. yep. I know
1: there's some great things happening on there as well. It's not all well, No, you don't need to it's explain definitely it. Place for it. <laughs> you don't need
0: to give an explanation at all. It's it, that's your morals. Like that's your, that's your, yeah. that's your sand of the line. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, in what Instagram, what TikTok or Instagram Reels does do, however, is it forces you to tell a story in a one minute version. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, what would be good content for something like that would be three most common mistakes that students make you know, on their pirouette. I know I'm going to keep abusing the crap out of that word because i the only, only dance you know. Yep, it's the only <laughs> dance move I know. So um, you get a cl- you probably want to get a close up of your feet on that one because I'm guessing a lot of your technique and everything comes from the, your foot. I'm guessing like maybe maybe not whole body. <laughs> okay, whole body. So you maybe point out something that is the most common mistake that they do with their arms during a certain part of the move, right? A certain um, mistake that they make with their hips when they're supposed to be doing a certain part of the move and then a certain part of their feet, right? Yep. Um, And then you tell that story on TikTok and you get that done in in one minute. And that actually makes you a better content producer because you're having to think about like, how do I squish this down into a good story in one minute? Um, So um, maybe another one would be like, three easiest taps to to start with tap dancing like how do you how do you start with tap dancing and then these are the three easiest taps yeah you know like easy ways to start
2: i think the other thing that's valid to recognize is we're gonna start moving into social media discussion here is i think it's valid to recognize at what stage and what age your your customer avatar is right so like we talk a lot Mm -hmm. about customer avatar and typically, and I could be completely wrong here, but based off of my experience and what I've seen other people experience, like typically the studios want to catch them in elementary, right? Like typically you're not advertising for new customers in middle and high school. So if that's the case, then you're really not advertising to the child as your avatar, you're advertising to the parent as your avatar. Because obviously elementary age children, are not going to be the ones that are making purchasing decisions on where the right
0: studio is. No, but, but <laughs> have you ever been with a young child in the store when they saw some really sweet ads for a new toy? And like, they're like,
2: I, what? I absolutely do. But like my, in that particular instance, though, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you on that, Adam, because my five-year-old sure as hell is not on freaking TikTok. My five year old might be on YouTube because she's watching Ryan's World and she's watching whatever the stupid unboxing videos are that they watch. Yep. But, right. However, right. so my <laughs> child is on YouTube. And so I can see where the video is still going to come into play, but it's going to come into play on YouTube ads, not on TikTok or Instagram if I'm advertising towards the child.
0: Probably not. I will agree with you on that. But. The I would be willing to bet that there's probably a lot of younger kids elementary age that are on Snapchat. And mm. it w-
2: I, I would agree. But again, coming back to what Amanda is saying, as far as who the val, what the values are of Ritza. And this is making a huge assumption that I'm probably going to get fire for, but If the, if your family has, if you're advertising towards families that have a wholesome value, Mm -hmm. chances are that they're not allowing their elementary age child to have any social media for that matter. Like they're not allowing them to have, like I sure as my middle schoolers can't even have Snapchat because I can't monitor what they're doing. Like I can't monitor, They can have Instagram because I can monitor everything they're doing on Instagram, but I can't monitor Snap. So they're not allowed to have it.
0: Yeah and the only distinction i would make is that their britza can have wholesome values and should and should have wholesome values if that's what is something that they're aligning yourself with amanda mm-hmm. however that doesn't mean that you only have to attract wholesome valued families like then you're leaving out a a really large part of the market that um what if what if those girls are um the type of girls that Actually, could use something structured and self-esteem producing as dance. That, yeah. um, and I'm I, I'm not going to also condemn immediately that Snapchat is some some bad app that it, it it's inherently bad because Amanda, you can create a space where that is something that they look forward to every single day, and saying, you know what, this is something that isn't just trash that I'm watching, like. I don't know how I'm blowing up the fourth gummy bear today or something like that. Like I'm learning something. And then they say, Mm -hmm. mom, you know, I've been watching this dance studio on Snapchat and I really like it. I think I'd like to try out. And let's say if you start acquiring, let's say if you get up to like 200 followers, right. And then you can start to make these assumptions that these are going to be younger kids That would be a maybe a good time to say to yourself, maybe we should have like a a four week boot camp um, for these kids in the summertime. Hey, you guys have been following along with us on Snapchat for a couple of weeks now. How would you like to for one month? We're just going to have a boot camp and we'll just go over some of the absolute basics across all eight disciplines of dance. And then you figure out what you like and what you don't like. If you don't even, if you thought that you were going to like it on Snapchat, but you don't like it now that you've actually been doing it. Cool. Like it's, it's just a boot camp. You're not signing up for an entire year. Like right. those are, I, and I understand where you're coming from, Shelly. Um, I, I, I mean, I really great, well, do.
2: I do. I do too. I see where you're coming from. Um,
0: mm-hmm. But I, I just really don't want to condemn an app on its perception when you can be the person on any social media platform um, that you change that perception and you are that person that is the of higher moral standing, like however you want to look at it. But again, that's totally up to you on what you want to do. Like it, it's not going to make or break you one way or another if you're not on one social media versus another, because by far and away, Facebook is the most popular one in um, South Dakota. But I would probably say Snapchat's probably a very close second, if not third, and that's not the same everywhere in the nation. Um, but Shelly's also not wrong in appealing to moms. It's just that that's kind of a—I don't know. If you're making content that appeals to moms, like, do you remember being a young girl? Like, how often do you want to do the stuff that your mom thinks is really cool? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um. Mm-hmm. But you do if you do that boot camp again where the the kids you've bought the moms in and they think it's really neat, and then you do the boot camp, and then they convince their daughters or sons, sorry, I know I keep saying daughters, but um okay. I'm making generalities um they get the kids to try it out for a month, and they say, "Hey, if you like it, we'll sign you up for the entire year if you don't like it's not a big deal, I just wanted you to try it, and that's it,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Shelly what's your I, which what's your I problem? completely
2: agree. I mean and they do you know our kids have done camps in the summer to try it out like the different they're called discover dance um you know so our our Kate has done them for 2 years now and this is the first year that she's actually been enrolled in dance because we felt like she finally had the focus and the because that's another thing like it's a commitment right? Like you want to make sure that your child actually has the capability to stay committed to something and be able to actually have that attention span band to be able to practice and watch absolutely keep going and you know just like that so I mean there's definitely that side of it I still I, I still am gonna default that I I don't think as if you have to if you had to choose like if you were in Amanda's position and she was her and her staff of three other people minus Jill the owner who isn't really on like any social medias um, you know, so as far as content production, if the content production is going to be left up to primarily three people and you only have to choose one or two, I my personal opinion is you're probably going to get the biggest bang for your buck out of Facebook and Instagram more than Snapchat or YouTube, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, luckily, it's easy to take the same content that you post on Instagram and then post it on Snapchat. And then you can just see in real time. The only thing that Instagram has working has going for it is the fact that it's easily searchable. Whereas with Snapchat, they need to know your code um, or your actual mm-hmm. username in order to find you. So there's no like, there's no searchability or anything like that built in. It's more of like very much so a one-on-one experience. However, when mm-hmm. you do get that one-on-one experience, it's extremely powerful and, it is extremely useful um, um, so
2: I just So I just had an idea that kind of came in partly from what Jessica said and partly from <laughs> what's going on here. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe the, maybe one way to hit Snapchat is to utilize the students as the content creators, your current students for the Snapchat mm-hmm. channel, right? So like your students clearly know, like Britta to handle, but maybe there's a way to, have a Snapchat channel for Britza that is ran by takeovers, right? So like maybe sure. you have like, it would have to be <clears throat> clearly kids that you trust or whatever, but there would have to be some sort of, maybe that's a reward that they get to at some point of you've now earned the right to take over the Britza Snapchat for a day. And then that's the way that they're going to be able to market to their friends, you know, because obviously they can snap them, Hey, this is what we learned, or this is the cool new thing we're doing, or this is why I love Britza, or I don't know, whatever. But those kinds of things, where you know, maybe it's not you or your um, employees doing it, but it's it's the students, and maybe it's only you know a couple times a month, but that would still get something active on there and having somebody else mm-hmm. being able to produce that content. Yep. Might be able. Yeah, to be even- and
0: you could use that same thought process for Instagram or Facebook as well, right. probably more Instagram is, um, you know, you yeah. just set up a profile and you say, um, something along the lines of just like, we're, we're going to be doing this one. I don't know what it would be. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but just make sure that they add the studio or something. Um, right. or I don't know, I don't know what the prize would be there. I'm, I'm just, I'm really unfamiliar with this particular space and I'm not going to sit here and try and act like I'm familiar with it either. Um, even though I'm trying to spit all ideas uh, as far as like what content creation would would look like for you but
1: mm-hmm. I really
0: think like that's the actually the easiest part of the equation and then the hardest part of the equation is um, let's just get those first hundred in and see see what happens from there um,
2: let's put so coming back to that, as far as not really understanding, talk to us for a second, Amanda, let's switch gears and talk about like yeah. the giveaways and promotions that you wanted to talk about. Let's kind of roll it. Sure.
1: sure. Well, you see it all over the place of like, um, here's a post to do these things and earn this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also know Facebook, especially, I'm not sure on Instagram side, but they have all these rules and protocols to follow. And technically it's then, not a lottery um like how all that works and staying safe and like following the laws of giveaways and i know there's so many out there but i also just want to make sure that we're i'm protected and doing it in a way that i won't be come after you know what i mean
2: what's your goal for it first of all like i i guess i'm having a hard time understanding who you are and what Britz is trying to be like what kind of a giveaway are you trying to Run. I
1: think it's just to build build the awareness and build like the the name awareness just even in our local community like just um, not necessarily. I don't know. So I'm just gonna push awareness. you on. I now, think but... just brand awareness would be a ma- like the majority thing that I feel like I've seen it for before, and maybe it's not the right thing for Britza either. But
2: have you uh, seen other dance studios do it in particular, or have you seen other like, is it more yes, like no, retail kinds of things that you're seeing or like, who have you seen that has stood out? Yeah, maybe, to that more retail.
1: Um, maybe more retail of share, like the share, like post kind of mm-hmm.
2: thing. Um, so like the thing that I'll tell you is the majority of the time when people are trying to do that, they're trying yeah. to just build up their following, right? Like that's really the only goal is to get organic reach through following on right. this. And in your particular case, I mean, yes, that's valid to be able to, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think Jess is right here. I'm guessing that's where you're wanting. But I guess for me, like, I don't know that that's necessarily as a parent, like, just because I saw them on Facebook through a, a, a like, isn't necessarily how I'm going to make the decision on where I'm going to spend $50, $100 a month on an activity for my kids, like it's going to be way more through personal testimonials. It's going to be through actually seeing, like what Adam was saying, videos of what you can do or how you guys teach, or like what you've been doing. Like you know, you yeah. for two, three weeks, and I think this is week three now that you're going to be posting like Brits's values. Mm-hmm. Like, really important to understand, like my kid is going to be you know invested in this place for a while. This is a long-term investment. I'm not going to just try something out. And it would be, it would be important for me to know those kinds of things. So I think, I don't know that a like, in my opinion, I don't know that a like, share, follow is the right um, avenue for a business like yours, because most of the time it's retail stores that are truly just trying to get that traction of of numbers number of followers, because then it allows them to do different things for advertising when you have X number of followers and that sort of stuff. That makes sense.
1: Uh, I'll take that advice.
2: <laughs> what's, what's your thought, Adam?
0: What would uh, so like like Shelly said? What would be like if you had to pick something to give away? What would be the giveaway?
1: Um, I think it kind of depends on the year. If it was before we were starting our big season, it could just be like a free registration fee, um, or we've got some fun apparel that we do every once in a while. So it could be a free, you get your free sweatshirt or um, something merchandise-wise.
0: I actually think that this is a rare case in which I'll probably say that doing the content that we had kind of talked about. um,
2: Fair point, Jess.
0: I, I think that if, and I could be wrong on this, my wife can argue with me, um, which (laughs) she normally does, but I would I think I would probably go with the strategy of doing the value content um, first, which is teaching people how to do something over doing a giveaway, because I think you're in a I think you're in a particular type of business that it's really tough to do a giveaway unless you were to do something that is and this this has to come from your heart like this has to be something that you're actually a believer believer in, or, um, you're in a, I should actually probably say that you're in a space to do it. Um, because obviously everyone's going to be a believer in this, but if you were to take, do a, some sort of like scholarship every single year to, um, a kid in need or something like that, that, Mm -hmm. um, that could really use some dance in their life. Like, you know, they're of a certain income bracket or whatever, and they just simply can't afford dance, but you know that dance can do wonderful things for them and again both shelly and i have both seen a huge believer in it um that might be something that you could do but it first of all has to come from your heart and and Mm -hmm. you have to be in a place to be able to um not want to do it but like the the business can do it um because it's a huge commitment on both parties like that's a big big deal um but you know, during the summertime, I'm guessing summertime is like your guys' off season. Is that right? Like school mostly, is, yeah. Okay,
1: we're still doing camps and like the discover kind of classes, like discover ballet, discover tap. Okay. And we normally have a big one, which we didn't get to last summer, where we bring in professionals from around the country and do a big fun week.
0: Yep. So but I don't I really don't been. I don't know how you would like run a contest run a contest, um, mm-hmm. and I really hate to call it that word like how you would find someone that you think would be deserving of a, uh, of a scholarship like that. Cause let's see if it's, if your if your season runs eight months or mm-hmm. nine months, something like that, you know, at a hundred dollars a month, that's, you know, it's eight or $900 that you're giving away. Um, and I don't know if it would have to be like, where it's like, um, I don't know what that would look like, but that right there is good Um, publicity for the right reasons like you're doing Mm -hmm. it to help a kid out like again that's why i say it has to come from here it doesn't have to it can't come from um future monetary gain um it it, it can't feel sleazy um and you're you don't seem like the type of person that would do something like that and then the whole point behind it is to be sleazy I mean we gave away details and stuff like that all the time. There was there was one, there was a couple of there was a handful of times when I had the business that um we actually did things like comment someone that you that you know is going through a really hard time right now and mm-hmm. could use a detail to brighten up their day. And then we would just show up at these people's houses or their work and we would just detail their car and they'd come out to a fresh brand new looking car like you know it, it seems like something so trivial but for those people like it's there's some there was a one person that their mom had just died like literally like the day before and we went and cleaned their car and we didn't leave like notes or anything like that like it's pretty apparent that their car just got cleaned and they're gonna wonder what the hell just happened right and then <laughs> um you know
2: they're
0: either gonna find out about it or they're not that's not the point behind it the point behind it is we're in a we were in a position that we could do something mm-hmm. nice for other people and we could do something like that and it has to be the same way for you. Um, So I think the educational content personally, again, really rare time that I'm going to say it, but I would actually do that probably over a giveaway for a short term increase. Um,
2: And I just personally think, and I, you know, I, I totally understand what, what Jessica is saying, but I personally think that this is an instance where you want um, quality over quantity, on who is on your like Facebook or your Instagram or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you are working really hard and Britsa has worked really hard over the years to establish themselves as a certain type of studio. Like you've worked really hard to attract a a certain type of student. You're accepting and and, um, inviting to everybody, but in the same regard, like you expect a lot of the students who come there. Um, So, I mean, I think... Oh, that's a great point. But I think that that's a a fantastic. That's gonna take up all our faces here. But <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave it up there. But make sure you read, make sure you read Katie's post when you hop off. Hi, Katie. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think that it's definitely a, a. You guys have a great reputation in this community. There's a lot of dance studios out there, and you have a great reputation. So I really like the idea of like some sort of a scholarship contest, and that could very easily be. Um, again, something that your students are putting out there into the world, something that your students are um, are helping to share or nominate another student. Like think of how meaningful that would be for a teenager mm-hmm. if one of their friends nominated them for something, you know? I mean, like yeah. how meaning. you know, as a mom, you see these things where people nominate you to, you know, get mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. else. But I think that could totally like just build an even stronger community within your Yep. world between these students yeah mm-hmm. so
1: with the educational content side of it um do you think that then our the audience will just grow organically and there's not mm-hmm. a few, like people will post or share or whatever and
2: that
0: a be million billion percent
2: yep perfect i don't think you need to drop any money into it in the beginning nope
0: okay especially um i would really make sure to involve um your kids as far as hey, guys, I'm really nervous. Like, I just put out my video for this video for the (laughs) first time. Can you please watch it? Let me know what you think. And I don't know. It can go one or two ways. They're either going to be like, (laughs) you know, this is crap. Or, you know, they'll be like, hey, this is actually really good. Like, um, And then they're going to go on the page and then share it out and be like, hey, you know, like – my uh, teacher, she just did this wonderful video on this technique that we've been working on, and I think it, this really does a great job of encapsulating everything. Although it's really freaking hard. Um, and then <laughs> they're going to have girls that comment on it and be like, "Oh, it doesn't look all that hard." And they'll be like, "Yeah, bet. Uh, how about we have a dance off at school tomorrow?" Then, um, and you show me these school musical keep- style, <laughs> right? Yeah, and so it will. It absolutely will evolve organically, a hundred percent. You know, in in the car community here, like there was just a bunch of guys that were like, I didn't even realize that this was how clay barring was done or what the purpose behind it was um, for a vehicle. That kind of stuff just it just evolves um, and it takes on a life of its own, which is supposed to. Like, that's the whole point behind it. Um, if it's too manufactured, it's just... um it just it just doesn't it just doesn't work
2: right it doesn't feel right do you
1: right. think the educational videos are better as live videos or pre-recorded and posted any any video
2: do it whatever is most comfortable <laughs> for you
0: just 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 do um, it if it's a real simple technique like a ripple real simple breakdown type mm-hmm. thing instagram stories instagram reels whatever you want to do like as far yeah. as that goes um but if it's a longer more drawn out thing um, something you want to bring uh, uh, I'm, I'm I, again I'm not really I can't really think of anything um, off the top of my head well something that might be kind of neat but doesn't seem like it would fit into your niche so I totally understand if you wouldn't want to do it but yeah. if, like there was a if there was a new music piece that came out, that was aligned with your values and everything like that. And I know mm-hmm. we can already kind of guess at which song we're not talking about. <laughs> but you're like, you know, I heard this song and I immediately kind of started thinking about like the dance that would go into it. and here's here's the dance that I did to this song. So you do the dance with the song and everything. but mm-hmm. then you go back and you break down, why did I do this move? and why why am I ma- why did I decide that this move would be better? Like I think that would tell a really cool story as to like how does how do choreographers even think of
2: mm. how to
0: break down a dance in the first place because that's something that when I watch these wonderful women like put together these amazing shows, I'm like, "How the fuck do you even like know how to like make this work? Like this looks awesome like how does that how does it flow so well? How do you make these decisions? And it's the same way that i I can't understand how certain youtubers that I watch When they do a video, I'm like, how do you even know to like pre-plan this kind of stuff out? Like what, how do you even know how to do that? And I've said it once and I'll say it again. I, I can't wait for a really high end video editor to get on Twitch and he has this massive video project and he's like, all right, guys, we're just going to edit all day today. And I'm going to tell you every single step that I made and every decision and everything. I would pay so much freaking money for that. Here's $100. Here's $200. Like, this is amazing. This is a masterclass on video editing. Um, you know, it. you could kind of do the same thing, um, but just not through... I mean, you could do Twitch, but um, you, the other social medias would be just fine. Um, I think that would be really neat. It'd be something that I would actually be very curious of like I don't know a current song that would align um value wise um but I'm sure there's something some country song that probably would work. (laughs) Taylor Swift just came out with a new album. Did she? uh, Yeah just pick pick a T-Swizzle song and just like (laughs) decide to choreograph
2: to it. I love it. Okay on that note now that we all know that T-Swizzle came out with a new album. It is time to now end our show. <laughs> so the last five minutes. This is always up to you, Amanda. What do you guys want to tell people? How can they find out more about Britza? How can how can we as a community support? People? Oh,
1: I love it. Um, well, we have an awesome website, Britza Studios at mm, dot, com. <laughs> Britza Studios dot com. Um, any questions can go to info at britstastudios.com. Um, our, we have Instagram and that's the little at symbol for studios and run Facebook as well. Um, let's just Brits Studios. Um, find us. Um, we'd love to chat. We'd love to talk, um, tell you more about us. We're always happy to do a free class or a free trial class. Um, if your kid's interested, come on in and we'll, we'll get them set up for the day and then make a decision after, after they give it a whirl. So we just love dance and love sharing the art and that's
2: us. Well, I'm thrilled that you joined us today. I, I've been looking forward to having this opportunity <laughs> and kind of running through stuff with you. So,
1: I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for chatting with me and giving me so many fun, fresh new ideas. We'll go
2: start making videos.
1: Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I have two down my, my core values. I have two. Hey, 98 perfect. to
0: It's <laughs> a great way to start. That's how you start.
2: Awesome. All right. Thanks Thank for joining you us this week, guys. Two.